We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. So for the second time in recent months, the Ravens reportedly had free agent pass rusher Jason Pierre-Paul in for a workout and visit. Now, normally a second visit would indicate a signing is just around the corner, but it's no sure thing with JPP. We'll explain ahead. I'm Bobby Trossett with Sarah Ellison. It's Wednesday, September 21st, and this is your morning Ravens vault. Two weeks into the season, and Rashad Bateman is showing what many predicted. He's that guy. We'll break down his sizzling start to the season. Plus, after yet another electric performance, why was Lamar Jackson's PFF grade so low? We have all of that and more coming up. Thanks for waking up with the Morning Vault, which is now on YouTube, where you get the most important Ravens news in just 15 minutes. All right, Bobby, our vault audience is probably tired of hearing this, but Baltimore's outside linebackers, that room is bare bones. Yeah, Sarah, it sure is. And even more so than last week, given Stephen Means' torn Achilles he unfortunately sustained in Sunday's loss to Miami. However, as we suspected they might do, the Ravens reportedly brought in free agent pass rush veteran Jason Pierre-Paul for a visit on Tuesday. You might remember this is the second time JPP has been invited to Baltimore in recent months. His first visit came back in June, which was designed for more of an introduction than anything else, and so he could also take and pass a physical. All right, well, there's been a whole lot of silence since then, Bobby, at least publicly, until yesterday. So do you have a sense, Bobby, of how this visit went? Yeah, I think I'll turn to NFL reporter Josina Anderson for that one, Sarah. She tweeted out the following on Tuesday night, which is a direct quote from JPP himself on a conference call with her. It reads, quote, I worked out for them this morning, them being the Ravens, of course. Everything went good. I left there already. The interest is mutual. So we'll see how the business side goes. But a couple other teams reached out as well, close quote. Mm. Very interesting there. Bobby, that's a bit discouraging if you're wanting the Ravens to sign JPP, seeing how desperate they are at this position. And while we don't want to get ahead of ourselves on the outside looking in, it sure seems like JPP might be asking for more money than what the Ravens might be willing to give. 
much less maybe even have available right now. Yeah. So that available cap number that you're alluding to is hovering around 5 million or so as we tape this episode, Sarah. As Raven salary cap analyst Brian McFarlane recently wrote on Twitter, the team does have some wiggle room with a few more contract restructures that could be done to free up space. But there's obviously no indication that they're leaning in that direction as of right now. All right, Bobby, let's say the business side does work out between JPP and the Ravens front office. What do you think he would bring to the team at this point in his career? Yeah, honestly, I don't feel like I can confidently answer that one. At least right now, I can't. But what I do know is that prior to his 2021 season, which was cut short to just 12 games due to injury, Pierre-Paul combined to record over 30 sacks from 2018 through 2020 in Tampa Bay. If he could come to Baltimore, Sarah, and give just a fraction of what he gave the Buccaneers during those years, that would be huge for a Ravens defense that's hoping to get both Tyus Bowser and rookie David Ajabo back into the lineup at some point this season. Yeah, no question. But for now, we wait and see how the business side of things unfolds. I got to say, Bobby, leaving the castle without a deal is not very encouraging. Oh, and by the way, this is worth mentioning from the Baltimore Sun's Mike Preston. According to his team source, JPP was not their first choice to sign as an outside linebacker. Preston said the Ravens tried to make a trade, but weren't able to. So it sounds like JPP was the fallback option. Still to come here on The Vault, if you're searching for a silver lining after Baltimore's Week 2 collapse, look no further than Rashad Bateman's sizzling hot start to 2022. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So Rashad Bateman's blazing start to the season has been, understandably so, overshadowed by the Ravens' collapse on Sunday. But now that it is Wednesday, Sarah, I think it's probably time to recognize some good news 
and give Bateman the flowers he's due. And let's be honest, Bobby, he's due quite an elaborate bouquet to match the production he's given in Baltimore. Bobby, Rashad Bateman ranks as one of the top wide receivers in several categories through week two throughout the entire NFL. Let me break it down for you. He is number one in average yards per reception at 27.8. He's also number one in the longest reception so far in the NFL with that 75-yarder in Miami last week. He's number five in yards after the catch with 96 yards. He's number seven in receiving touchdowns. He has two total. And then he's number 11 in total receiving yards with 167. Bobby, he's standing out with all the elite receivers across the NFL. Yeah, Sarah, it doesn't hurt that those two touchdown catches, by the way, went for 55 and then 75. That'll push you up those lists in a hurry. With how gloomy things have been since Sunday's loss, I think it's probably worth reliving those as well. Enjoy. Lamar winding up. Going deep for Bateman. He's got him. Touchdown. Third touchdown today for Lamar Jackson. And that was a strike from deep. 55 yards. With the shotgun to Jackson on first and 10. Oh, and he's got Bateman after the races. Chased by Hyman. Chased on the play by Howard. And there he goes. Touchdown. Wow. 75 yards. Oh, that was fun and much needed after the gloom that's been around since Sunday. And Bobby, let's not forget that Bateman was matched up against three-time Pro Bowl cornerback Xavier Howard on that 75-yard house call. His release was absolutely filthy to create inside space to get open. And Bobby, you can't help but just be happy for a guy like Bateman. The injury during his rookie training camp set him back, and then once he did come back, Lamar Jackson went down. Then Bateman had to listen to talking heads all offseason saying that the Ravens had the worst wide receiver core of the NFL, especially after trading Marquise Brown. Right. I mean, many thought Baltimore wouldn't be able to stretch the field vertically with speed after Brown was traded to Arizona. But don't sleep on Bateman's wheels, man. Man, that's straight line speed. Mm. Yeah, and I knew Bateman was faster than many people were giving him credit for, but I'll be honest. I didn't know he was as fast as he showed on that 75-yarder. According to NextGen Stats, Bateman reached a maximum speed of 21.48 miles per hour, which was the second fastest by any ball carrier this season. And by the way, the fastest came earlier in Sunday's game on Devin DuVernay's kickoff return for 103 yards. So both of those wide receivers were faster than Marquise Brown's fastest speed in 46 games with the Ravens. Brown's top-notch speed was 21.3. Now, look, they're all fast, and I'm not saying this to put down Brown. He was great while he was here. I'm just bringing up these numbers to show that Baltimore is just fine in the speed department. And while outsiders had questions about this group, quarterback Lamar Jackson didn't. They look good. You know, everybody else had questions, but, you know, we didn't because, you know, we got, you know, Bait, Dove, and Pro get back him, you know, DeMarcus, you know, those guys look wonderful. Yeah, wonderful is an accurate description of their play to date, Sarah. For a group that was supposed to be the team's weakness, they've actually turned out to be the strength so far through two weeks. Yeah, and to underscore that very point, Bobby, I'll give you a stat that nobody saw coming before the season. The Ravens currently rank number two in pass efficiency across the entire NFL. They're just behind the Buffalo Bills 
And then they're just ahead of Kansas City at number three. So that's really good news. But equally as surprising is where the Ravens rank in designed run efficiency. They're the third worst in the league right now. So Bateman, these receivers and tight ends, they are carrying the offense with Lamar Jackson right now. Sarah, as a run-first team, that is about the last thing I expected to hear, but certainly a welcome sight for Baltimore's offense. Yeah, that just the dead last thing that you would think. And and to be fair, look, this is a small sample size after just two weeks, so I imagine some of these rankings will move closer to the mean. And for the time being, I can tell you this, Bobby, all these numbers we've been discussing that shows Bateman as a true number one wide receiver, he couldn't care less about it. If the team isn't winning, it's cool, man. But as y'all can tell, um, I love my team, man. I'm more concerned about W's than what I do. All right, Bobby, there was some buzz online about the game grade Lamar Jackson received from Pro Football Focus for his performance against the Dolphins. What's that all about? This was a bit puzzling, Sarah. Jackson received a grade of 66.4, which was good for the sixth highest graded offensive player on the team's roster. Now remember, number eight finished 21 for 29 with 318 yards and three touchdowns through the air, along with an additional 119 yards on the ground, which of course included that electrifying 79-yard touchdown burst. By the way, PFF grade aside, I think these stats were the most encouraging part of Sunday's loss. Jackson carved up Miami's defense when they showed blitz, Sarah. 13 for 16, 213 yards, two touchdowns, and a perfect passer rating of 158.3. Again, the PFF grade aside, that bodes well moving forward, and it also backs up what the Ravens promised, and that was they would have an answer for cover zero. And they absolutely had that answer for sure. They were prepared for it, and his numbers reflect that. So do we know why Jackson's grade itself was so low, though? I I mean, given how special of a performance he put forth, that was MVP-worthy to me. So going off of PFF's head of social media, Gordon McGinnis, and some of his recent tweets, Sarah, I guess two plays that hurt Lamar specifically, at least hurt his grade, were his fumble at the goal line on Baltimore's opening drive, and then the almost pick six that was flat out dropped by one of Miami's DBs. And by the way, for those who aren't familiar with PFF's grading system, each player is given a grade of negative two to plus two in half increments on a given play with zero, smack dab in the middle, generally being the average or expected grade. So PFF's analysts collect over 200 fields of data on each play, which helps determine what the baseline or in this case, the expectation is for each player on every play. Anyway, before we, lots of numbers there to comb through, but before we get to today's quick hits, here's former Ravens head coach Brian Billick on his weekly breakdown on the team's YouTube channel. Well, obviously a tough loss for the Ravens, but offensively, at least in the first three quarters, you could not have asked more out of Lamar Jackson, the quarterback position that he delivered against uh, the Dolphins. Once again, over 100 yards rushing. He was 21 of 29 for three touchdowns to three different receivers, which is really impressive to me. Now, they were only three of 10 on third down, but that tells you how productive they were on first and second down in base offense to have the offensive day that they did. Interestingly, Lamar now has both the longest run and the longest pass of the season in the NFL, and we're going to see both of them here in these clips.
And before we jump, some other quick news items you need to know, beginning with the breakdown of how the Ravens defense has fared with and without Pro Bowl cornerback Marlon Humphrey on the field. Now, according to the Baltimore Suns' Jonas Schaefer, when Humphrey was on the field Sunday against the Dolphins, the defense allowed 6.5 yards per play. But when he wasn't on the field nursing his injury, the defense almost doubled the allowed yardage at 12.1 yards per play. Humphrey certainly made a difference. Also, Baltimore's big free agent signing safety, Marcus Williams, leads the entire NFL in interceptions with three in just two games. And finally, the Ravens are three-point favorites for Sunday's game at the Patriots, according to Caesar Sports. Baltimore's only won two of 10 games in Foxborough, and both wins were in the postseason. The Ravens will look to win there for the first time ever in the regular season. Thanks for listening to the Morning Ravens Vault. We created our show to keep you plugged into all things Ravens. If you've been enjoying our content, please tap that follow button and share it with a friend. By the way, we can also be reached by email via BaltimoreRavensVault at gmail.com. And as of this month, the Ravens Vault podcast is now available on YouTube. Please consider subscribing to our channel ahead of week three. All you have to do is simply search Ravens Vault podcast on YouTube. And that's all the time we've got today, but we will be back on Thursday morning with the Ravens news you need to know. So be sure to follow along with us on Twitter all season long for more commentary. I'm at SG Ellison and Bobby is at Bobby Baltimore. As always, thank you for listening to the Ravens Vault.